There is no off-season for your Houston Texans. Game day is every day. We had a lot of energy, and we brought a lot of spark for this organization. The best is yet to come. Five nights a week, the hits keep on coming. Ball is out. The Texans say they have it, and they do! Now, it's Texans All Access. That's right. You heard the man. It is Texans All Access dot 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 from the crib yeah i think we should put that in to our our lead-ins and to our bump backs the texans all access shows from the house yes i'm doing it from my house which i would tell you where it is but i'm trying to be socially distanced from everyone at this point well you know where my house is during the season it's right there uh, on kirby drive it's big old energy stadium but it is not tonight, as it hasn't been for the last three months. It's in my house. And I am John Harris, football analyst and sideline reporter for your Houston Texans. And as I said yesterday, we are going to treat this week as sort of a celebration of what we've been able to give to you from our Texans, from coaches, from players, to members of our organization. Figured we'd do that during this week in a lead-up to July 4th, and then once we get into July, then it's all about getting ready for the season. Ah, listen, I know what you're going to say, just like everybody else, but if there isn't a season, but um, nothing you can do about that. We just have to start getting ready for it, and when the NFL decides we're not doing it, or that we are, we are ready either way. So, in a celebration, if you will, of voices that we heard throughout our offseason. Essentially from the time that Mark and I took the shows to the house until now, we've caught up with a lot of different people. Well, tonight's show is going to be about coaches and Keon. That sounds kind of good. I like that. The alliteration, although spelled totally differently, coaches with a C, Keon with a K, you get the point. The alliteration uh, being that they sound alike, even though they're not spelled alike. But we're going to hear from two coordinators. Don't know who the special teams coordinator is going to be. The Texans are working on that as we speak. They're going through the interview process after Brad Sealy retired, and we'll see what ends up happening with the special teams coordinator spot. But we know this year that two coordinators that have not called place for NFL teams during games, or at least haven't done it consistently, are Anthony Weaver and Tim Kelly. Anthony Weaver behind Rack Romeo Cornell, who called the ball plays here from the time he got here in 2014, minus 2017, when Mike Vrabel took over for a year. And Tim Kelly's been the offensive coordinator. This is now his second year, but Bill O'Brien called the plays in 2019. Tim Kelly will call the plays in 2020. Mark had a chance to catch up with both of them. So we will hear from both Tim Kelly and Anthony Weaver on this show. And we will also catch up with Keon Crossan. Now, if you don't know Keon Crossan, well, it's not surprising in some sense because Keon traded to the Texans in that whirlwind, that flurry of activity that took place after the Texans' fourth preseason game as we got ready to take on the Saints in the opener in 2019. Keon was traded from the Patriots to the Texans, and I had a chance during the year to talk to Keon at a couple different times, and he is fabulous. He is a really fun guy to talk to. He's doing a lot this offseason. So DP City had a chance to catch up with Keon Crossan, which I believe, 
believe that we have not played this interview for you. So that will be new. In fact, all these interviews, even though we heard from Anthony Weaver, we heard from Tim Kelly, I don't think we played these interviews fully in full for you. Keon's with DP and Mark's with both Tim Kelly and Anthony Weaver that were done for our season ticket members. So we have all of that. Let's start with Tim Kelly. And Mark had a chance to catch up with him on this season ticket member call and relay questions from fans. A lot of fans have been thinking about, and of course, Mark being a season ticket member, decided he needed to get on in on the action as well. So he gets a question in for Tim Kelly. But this was great stuff. And of course, when Coach did the interview, he wanted to see how Coach was holding up during all of this COVID-19 shelter-in-place, stay-at-home sort of coaching that they were having to do during the months of March, April, May, and June. Yeah, I mean, personally, the first thing that comes up is is really uh, kind of gives you a new appreciation for all the work that, that my wife does at home, you know, <laughs> being home with with these with these uh, uh, two kids. It's 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 a you know an eye opener to see what they go through, you know, during the season because I'm gone and and I don't you know I, I hardly see them unless it's on the weekend. So being able to see her kind of do her thing here, it's uh, it's been pretty cool. As far as being you know coaching the guys, it's it's really a unique situation having to do everything virtually. Um, you know, being, being able to have all this interaction, uh, you know, with our guys via zoom and, and the different mediums that we have on our computers and laptops and, and tablets and whatnot. Um, it's, it's really been unique and it's been interesting to see how those guys have adjusted, uh, and have really taken to it. It seems these days, everybody seems to be more comfortable, uh, in front of a screen. So this is kind of really providing them their, their safe space, if you will, to kind of come out and, uh, and, and really, really do a good job communicating with one another and with, and with us as coaches. Yeah, we've all become television personalities in the last few weeks. I know. All right, let's get to some questions here from the season ticket members. And Donald is up first, and he goes right to it. How might the offense look different in 2020? Well, we know about some of the new guys, and I would imagine you've been very creative already trying to figure out ways to mix them in. But what do you think of the offense overall going into the season? Yeah, I mean, every year is different, right? So uh, every year there's going to be new players. And um, for us, it's it's always going to be about trying to put those new pieces uh, in, in, in a position to, to take advantage of, of what the defense gives us. So, you know, how can we find different ways to utilize Duke and David and Brandon and Randall and Will and Kenny and Kiki and DeAndre and, and Fells and Kahale and Akins and Thomas? I mean, the list goes on. So, uh, you know, sitting here and, and being able to, to name that many names um, is, a, is a good thing. So uh, we, have, we have a lot of people who have made plays um, in this league, and, and it's really going to be up to us to try and put them in positions to be successful. Next question is from Adrian. What excites you the most about the upcoming season? I think you just answered part of that, but also the schedule. I mean, there's so much to look forward here look forward to and you mentioned the guys you have coach it's not just about how you fit them into whatever you want to do it's adapting to the defenses you're going to play right yeah and you know everything that we do is is going to be you know predicated on trying to again take advantage of of the issues that we may see going against the defense so um having the different versatile pieces that are going to allow us to be creative is definitely exciting you know starting off the season in arrowhead um on Thursday night, that that's always, you know, an exciting opportunity. And then being able, you know, to, to play some teams that we may not have played for a few years. You know, me personally going back home to Chicago is something that I'm excited for. Um, and then, you know, going and, and having the Packers come here and 
Minnesota come here. So, you know, personally speaking, selfishly speaking, those were all teams that I, you know, was very familiar with when I was growing up being, you know, coming from the South suburbs of Chicago. So being able to play those guys is always kind of exciting for me, especially because it doesn't happen very often. Yeah, we'll have some more specific questions about that coming up here, but let's go to Giles' question. Please discuss your transition from a defensive player to going to the offensive side of the ball as a coach, because you played defense in college at Eastern Illinois. How does that help you, if at all, coaching offense? Sure. Um, it, it helps me because I always look at what we're doing from a defensive standpoint. So I'm, I always try to put myself in, in a position to where, like, what, what would I think if I saw this happen? How would I react if I saw this happen? Um, so uh, as far as the transition from a defensive coach to offensive coach, it, it really happened, um, you know, when, when I made the, tr- the transition into the NFL. I worked with Coach O'Brien for two seasons, um, and he had always told me that he, he saw, you know, the possibility of me having some potential work on the offensive side of the ball even when I was at, at Penn State on the defensive side. So, um, you know, when when the opportunity came and, and he said, hey, I'd like you to work on, on offense, I, I, you know, said absolutely. Anything I can do to, to coach in the NFL. So, um, yeah, it was, a, it was a difficult transition. It was one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. Um, but it's it's obviously something that, that was worthwhile and has paid off. All right, next question is from Fred Joe, Section 353, Row R. He did not put his seat number, but Section 353. Many NFL teams have converted to an up-tempo style. This is a long question. Sometimes avoiding a traditional huddle. Is this a possibility for 2020? Now, you guys do this from time to time. You go no huddle, you go up-tempo, or you have that little brief muddle huddle before you take the snap, right? Yeah, sure. I think, again, it, it kind of goes back into how, how you want to play the game and, and, and what are we going to do as an offense that, gonna, that, that will put us in the best position to win. So um, if that, you know, if, if we, we decide throughout the week that playing fast is going to be something that's going to put us in the best position to win, uh, you know, you, you can bet that we're going to be playing faster that week. It's something where we may want to huddle more and, and slow the game down and that's going to you know, put us in the best position to win. Uh, that that's something that that obviously we will do more so to to win the game. But everything that we're going to do as an offense is is going to be you know pointed towards winning. It's going to put our team in the best position to win. All right, more questions here from the season ticket members. Mike, is there a chance that Johnson squared both Johnsons will be in the same backfield together? You put Duke and David in the backfield together. You did that a little bit with Carlos Hyde. And Duke Johnson last year, what do you think this season, Coach? Yeah, again, when, when you have versatile players that, that can, you know, offer different skill sets and, and do a number of different things, uh, it allows you to get creative and, and use them in different ways. So, um, yeah, you know, I think we're always going to do things to try to take advantage of the skill sets of our players. You've been doing so much classroom work on Zoom or however you do it digitally, and you don't get the chance to try those things out in OTAs if you're on the field right now. So I guess that's going to put a premium on those training camp reps you can get to get this offense up to speed for the season. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think, you know, referring back to what Coach O'Brien said about being a, a veteran year, um, because, again, we're going to really have to hit the ground running when we get together in August. Because we're not going to have the however many OTAs and training camp practices and, and you know, coaching sessions that we would have. Uh, you know, if we were under more normal circumstances. So, yeah, those those training camp practices are going to be at a premium. All right, next question is from Pamela. What's your offensive philosophy and how does it translate to your working relationship with Deshaun? And I guess I'll layer on top of that as well. 
How is your working relationship with Deshaun? You guys have to spend a lot of time together. Yeah, you know, and, and obviously, like right now, it's all it's all on on uh, a Zoom or, or you know the virtually. So I'm sure he's sick of hearing my voice for the past however many weeks. But um, yeah, the the relationship that I have with Deshaun has, has been has been really really good. So I'm encouraged by that. Um, and then, uh, what was the first part of the question again? It was the philosophy, your offense. Yeah, sure. Philosophy. So for us, we're, as an offense, we're going to make sure that, that we want to be as detailed as we can be in terms of, of our assignments, um, you know, the different techniques that we that we want to use and, and uh, basically understanding the, the whole offense. We want to be disciplined in, in our ability to go out and execute those techniques um, and, and eliminate bad football. And then we're, we're, we're going to want to be aggressive and uh, attack the defense um, you know, obviously that's going to change week by week and, and do whatever we can to, to put, you know, the team in the best position to win. Okay. And Jerry has a question. What is it like coaching against your brother, your brother, Dennis, who plays for the Titans? Sure. Yeah. That's always, uh, you know, we, we played twice a year, so that's always kind of a unique situation. Um, I think it's probably harder for my mom than it is for Dennis or I, you know, we're, we both grew up so competitive that, you know, we were used to trying to make, you know, win so the other one would lose since we were, you know, four or five, six years old. So that's really nothing new uh, to our relationship. You know, if you were to put a, a, a video game or, or a board game, you know, risk as big as our in our house. If you if you put us in front of a risk board, we're going to do everything we can to try and make sure that, that we win and, and the other one loses. So I think it's more of a strain on my mom. Uh, I think it puts her in a tough spot. I think she's obviously very proud. Um but yeah, at the end of the day, it's uh, you know, someone's going home happy and someone's someone's going home sad. So I think it's tougher for her than it is for us. All right. So we have another question from a season ticket member. Me. I'm not only the announcer, I'm a season ticket member. Okay. So Eastern Illinois, your alma mater. I mean, and yeah. you mentioned the Bears game. How special is it gonna be to coach in Soldier Field for the first time ever? You're gonna be a professional there doing your thing in that place. And also a layer on. What about Eastern Illinois? All these great football people from Eastern Illinois. You got Garoppolo and Romo as players. You have Sean Payton as a coach and a player. You have Brad Childress who went there. A lot of guys have come out of Eastern Illinois to make it. Shanahan. Yep. Yeah, Shanahan, uh, of course. It's a, it's a, uh, I don't know. It's, it's a unique deal. You know, it's kind of a special place to get down there and it's, it's a real close knit uh, environment. Um, there's really not a whole lot to do outside of Charleston. You're kind of in, in the middle of nowhere. So, um, you know, it's, it's a, you know, when I was there uh, and, and right now there's a lot of good people that are there, um, you know, people that, that, you know, want, want to see people, you know, the players do well, um, you know, so speaking from that portion of it, it's no surprise that there's been, you know, I wouldn't necessarily put my name in the same breath as Jimmy or Tony or any of those guys, but, you know, there are, there's been a number of people that have had success in, in the NFL uh, that, that have come from that. Um, and then, yeah, going to going to Chicago is going to be pretty cool for me to, you know, something growing up you, you always kind of dream about envisioning yourself doing and, and having the opportunity to do that is going to be pretty special. In December, let's no, layer up. Okay. No question. No question. <laughs> Yeah, I think I want to talk about this whole layering up concept uh, that those two are talking about in Chicago in December. Thank you, NFL schedule gods. I, well, I actually have uh, one of my former players to thank for all of that. That's a story for a different day. But Chicago in December, <laughs> it's going to be cold. Let's hope that we are playing that game. I would love to go up there in December. That's the way it's supposed to be. We went up to Green Bay in December. 
going up to Chicago in December. Minnesota and Detroit don't matter. We're playing those games inside. doesn't matter when you play those games. But those two outside, playing them in December, uh, it's kind of cool. In December 2016, what did we get? Beautiful, snowy Lambeau Field. And the result was not exactly uh, what we wanted that particular day. But playing in Lambeau on a snowy day like that is a dream. It was absolutely a dream, especially for a kid who grew up going to Lambeau Field to see the Green Bay Packers, as I did many, many years ago. But now, I am a Texan, and so is Anthony Weaver. He was here as a player. Now he's back as a coach. Now he's the defensive coordinator. We'll hear from him next, right here on Texans All Access. For the most in-depth coverage of your favorite team and players, check out HoustonTexans.com. That's right, you heard the man, it is Texans All Access dot 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 from the crib. Yeah, I think we should put that in to our our lead-ins and to our bump backs. The Texans All Access shows from the house. Yes, I'm doing it from my house, which I would tell you where it is, but I'm trying to be socially distanced from everyone at this point. Well, you know where my house is during the season. It's right there uh, on Kirby Drive. It's big old energy stadium. But it is not tonight as it hasn't been for the last three months. It's in my house. And I am John Harris, football analyst and sideline reporter for your Houston Texans. And as I said yesterday, we are going to treat this week as sort of a celebration of what we've been able to give to you from our Texans, from coaches, from players, to members of our organization. Figured we'd do that during this week in a lead up to July 4th. And then once we get into July, then it's all about getting ready for the season. And I, listen, I know what you're going to say, just like everybody else. What if there isn't a season? But um, nothing you can do about that. We just have to start getting ready for it. And when the NFL decides we're not doing it or that we are, we are ready either way. So, in a celebration, if you will, of voices that we heard throughout our offseason. Essentially, from the time that Mark and I took the shows to the house until now, we've caught up with a lot of different people. Well, tonight's show is going to be about coaches and Keon. That sounds kind of good. I like that. The alliteration, although spelled totally differently, coaches with a C. Tuesday edition of Texans All Access from the crib, that's right, from my house, I am John Harris, football analyst and sideline reporter for your Houston Texans, and we heard from Tim Kelly, offensive coordinator, going into his first year's calm ball plays, second year as offensive coordinator. I get that question a lot. I've gotten it for, I think, two decades. Why would you have an offensive coordinator if he's not calling a place? I've seen that numerous places, a lot in college, a lot in the NFL. We've seen with the New Orleans Saints, with Sean Payton. He always calls plays, but he's had a couple of different guys. Pete Lombardi, Pete Lombardi, Pete, ah, name escapes me. Joe Lombardi uh, as his offensive coordinator. Uh, I think he's had a few others along the way. 
that have always been there to do a lot of the organizational duties, run the meetings, those kind of things. But yet on Sundays, Sean Payton's going to be the one calling a place. That's what Bill O'Brien did in 2019. That will not be the case in 2020. It will also not be the case in 2020 for Romeo Crennel to call the defensive ball plays as he had in 2014, 15, 16, 18, and 19. Now, you notice I left out 17. That was Mike Vrabel's year to call plays. The year after that, Mike Vrabel took over as head coach for the Tennessee Titans. Rack stepped back in for 18 and 19. And now Anthony Weaver will step in as the defensive coordinator for your Houston Texans. Now, I couldn't be more excited. Now, from, from this standpoint, not because I didn't want to see Rack as defensive coordinator. I love Rack. I said that last night. We talked about Rack and the honor that he was bestowed upon him, that was bestowed upon him by the Pro Football Writers Association, the Paul Dr. Z. Zimmerman Award, given to contributions from assistant coaches, and he has been fabulous. And he is just a fabulous, fabulous man. But Anthony Weaver is a guy that, in my first year in radio, with a different station, along with my buddy Sean Pendergast, we were looking for a Texan to join us. And we weren't going to get Matt Schaub, Andre Johnson. We weren't going to get the big name Texan. We were the fourth radio station in the city. So we weren't going to get you know, one of those players that everybody knew about. So we always wanted to get somebody that we felt like was going to be good radio. And the suggestion came up about Anthony Weaver. And Sean Pendergast, a domer. Anthony Weaver, a domer. Sounded like a pretty good fit. Like, yeah, let's do this. We did it the first night. I'll never forget. We did it the first night. And Weave took off. And I was like, Sean, he's good. Oh, my goodness. He's really good. And so Weave came on the air with us for that year and the next year, 2007, 2008. And he was just fabulous. And then he went on a journey, a journey to be a coach. And it started down at the University of Florida, where he's a graduate assistant for Urban Meyer. And it now all the way to him being defensive coordinator here with the Houston Texans. This, I know, was a decision for Bill O'Brien that he looked at and thought, this is logical. This makes a, a ton of sense. The players love him. The defensive line has loved him. We all in Houston love him. He's got such a great demeanor. He is, I think, going to be fabulous as a leader of men, no matter whether he's offensive coordinator, defense coordinator, special teams coordinator, head coach, defense locker, it doesn't matter. He is a fabulous leader of men. And they all in that locker room can vouch for him. Mark had a chance to catch up with him on a season ticket member call. And he asked Anthony how different everything has been this offseason. It's been unique. It's been unique. I never have I had to you know, I've never been in meetings and had my two-year-old son run up to me and, and try and try to play with my uh, my controller. But uh, we're you know we're still we're still working. You know, we're working with all the technology we have available to us. We're still making progress and moving in the right direction. And I think as as long as you're doing that, then then everything will be okay. Great. Well, we have some questions from the season ticket members for you, so let's get right to it. Brantley and Laura, a co-question here. Congrats on the position. What do you think is different that you bring to the table as defensive coordinator, just in general? What do you think it is, Coach? Oh, man. Um, well, first off, uh, Brantley and Laura, thank you for the congratulations. Um, two, uh, you know, me personally, like, I, I'm going to be myself. So, you know, I, I'm going I'm to have a calm demeanor. I'm going I'm to be a rational thinker and logical thinker in, in times, of, times of high-stress situations. But um, 
I have the utmost faith in, faith in our in our players and in the staff. You know, I'm very fortunate to still have, you know, Romeo Cornell on staff, who obviously has been a huge mentor for me, uh, has a tremendous amount of wisdom and knowledge and and has and it's not not afraid to share it. You know, but we have we have a really good staff with with Dent and Lynn taking over for the DBs, Bobby King, Chris Rumpf. We got the young 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 guys that are working hard, Matt O'Donnell, Akeem Denton, who played here as well, um, Deion Broomfield, and then all the players we got. I mean, we we got we got we got some really good players who I, I can't wait to just get a hold of and put them in some of these these new schemes that we're we're devising up. And but I, I just think personally that I, I'm going to be myself. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna be aggressive. We're gonna we're gonna be sound. We're gonna we're not gonna be reckless, but we're gonna try to get after these quarterbacks. Right. All right. More questions here. Giles wants to know what impact do you think Ross Blacklock will have your rookie defensive lineman? Oh, uh, you guys that have been around me for a few years now know I don't like praising rookies too much. But, <laughs> um, but Ross brings a lot to the table. When you saw him film, he has the ability to to stop the run, to rush the passer. He's a he's a very uh, strong-minded kid. And I think as long as he continues to to put the work in, he can be an, an absolutely be a contributor for us in year one. Um, how much that'll be determined by him, but uh, but I have the utmost faith in in his ability and his work ethic to come in here and help us an awful lot. Uh, contributor is a key word, right? Because you have a rotation going on up front. A lot of guys get a lot of snaps depending on the situation. It's sort of a group effort, right, up there. Yeah, absolutely. And and I was, you know, I was I was in Ross's situation 19 years ago. You know, I was a second round pick that came into the Baltimore Ravens and, and started early on. So I'm not saying we're penciling him as a starter, but I'm mm-hmm. I'm 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 saying right here, I'm telling him through this medium right now that he can get it done if he puts the work in. Excellent. All right, Arturo, will this season's defense be more aggressive? Mm. Mm. Um you know I I, I'm, I've said this. I said this, you know, previously, that I envision our defense being a reflection of our city. Mm-hmm. So I want a defense that's going to go out there and be extremely passionate about ball. They got to be tough. They got to be Texans tough, and they got to be resilient. They got to be able to respond in the face of and be successful in the face of any adverse situation. And I, I think we have the guys on the roster to, to get that done. Excellent. All right. So Tim. Says, big fan of yours, Anthony. You were a real force to reckon with as a player. This is more of a comment than a question, Coach. <laughs> uh, but obviously you were a player, and you played for the Texans. You played for the Baltimore Ravens. And I know you've been asked many times how that comes into play as a coach. But it's got to be an interesting dynamic when you're a player. You're fully responsible for yourself, part of a team. Now you're responsible for so many guys. What what do you perceive as the difference, really? Um, I mean, Mark, it's no different than, than being single and then getting married and having kids, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, you just, you feel that you feel the pressure of not wanting to let anybody down. And, mm-hmm. and that's probably, that's probably the biggest thing. When, when you're, when you're by yourself, you, you control all of that. You know, you control how hard you work and how disciplined you are. Now you're trying to motivate and bring people along with you. And, um, and while, it, while you feel that pressure, it's always something I've embraced. I've always saw myself as a leader, even as a player. So this isn't a, this isn't a position or, or anything that feels unusual to me. It's actually something I embrace. All right, well said. Joseph, what coaches were some of your biggest influences and why? You mentioned Romeo already. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we know your history. Rex Ryan, I know you were asked about him during your press conference. You were with Urban Meyer at Florida, right? Yeah. As a grad yeah. assistant as well. 
Yeah, so I, I have a few. I have a few, and I, I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to be brief because this is gonna be tough for me. There's, there's probably <laughs> yeah. four guys, and there's probably some I'm gonna be leaving out. But my first is my high school coach, all right, Blaze Juliano, who played defensive line in the Canadian League, and and actually talked me into playing football when I thought I was gonna be Michael Jordan. You know, I was gonna be six four six four two hundred eighty Michael Jordan. But um, yeah. but to this day, he is still like a second father to me, and it was a tremendous influence on me. Rex Ryan, obviously, just who I am. As a coach, uh, philosophically, uh, just my, from a demeanor standpoint with my players, a lot of that was was because of his influence. He was tough. He was aggressive. He was a player's coach, though. He knew when to have fun. But when we crossed those white lines, we were trying to take your heart. All right? And, and I, I'm I'm a lot that I'm I'm very similar in that in that way. Um, you already mentioned Rack. I've already spoken about him. And then Urban. I I, I can't say enough about Urban. Urban's a guy who who obviously had a tremendous amount of success. Um, gave me my first coaching job at the University of Florida as a graduate assistant, and still to this day, just offers it offers advice and wisdom whenever I seek it. So, um, those those are probably four of the biggest, and I, I know I'm forgetting people, but those are probably four of the biggest ones. All right, let's go to Hal. He wants to know about blitzing. Will blitz packages be more prominent this season? <laughs> I, I don't want you to give away state secrets, but a, yeah. a lot of people look at the blitz as one thing, but you can do it in so many different ways, right? Sure. For sure. Um, uh, what I can promise is that we're going to do everything in our ability to affect these quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. The game is the game has changed. It's not like when I played and people lined up in 21 personnel and they're trying to get three yards in a cloud of dust. Uh, they got these quarterbacks now with the way the rules are. They're trying to sling this ball over the place. Well, they can sling it, but I promise you, we're going to try to make them pay for it. Uh, you know, growing up, Houston was it was the house of pain, and we're going to do everything we can to try to try to get some of that energy back in that stadium defensively. Oh, nice reference. People are going to like that one. All right, Alan, which rookies excite you the most? Alan, it's a rookie question. We can't do this uh, <laughs> considering the schemes. But you mentioned it. You're looking for contribution. You're looking for absorbing into the system, assimilating as quickly as possible, right? Yeah. I don't. I technically I usually don't get too excited about rookies. But mm-hmm. the, guys that we, the guys that we brought onto this roster – they all have the three qualities that we're looking for on this team. They're dependable, they're tough, and they're smart. And, and with those attributes, that's going to give them a chance to come in here early and, and, and help on defense, yes, but they can help the team in a variety of ways. They can contribute on special teams, which I think is a very undervalued phase of the game. You know, mm-hmm. if they can come in and contribute there, then they'll earn the right to play some more on defense. Okay. Let's get to Leo's question. What will JJ's role be in 2020 on the defensive line or on the defensive side of the ball? He wants to know. All right. So JJ's role, I would imagine very JJ like yeah. for lack of a better way of putting it. Yeah. The, JJ's role, role is going to be to continue to get in the game and to kick somebody's butt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is going to be role. We're going to do everything in our power to put him in the best position to do so. Okay. Uh, Mike, You've been called the disciple of Rex Ryan, who is noted to another blitzing question, question, blitz all the time. Can we expect that? Well, and let me let me piggyback on that a little bit here, Coach. When we talk about pass rush, you know, we talk about J.J., all the sacks he's had in his career and everything, Whitney, but it's a by-committee thing, right? It, it really – Carolina was second in the league last year in sacks, and nobody had more than nine and a half or something like that. You don't mind where it comes from, do you? No, absolutely not. Um you know, the whole hope is that some of the new things we're going to do schematically, because you mentioned being a Rex, a Rex Ryan disciple, uh, will enable those guys to get some more one-on-ones, whether that's Whitney, JJ, 
uh, Charles Amenahu, Ross Blacklock. I mean, Jacob Martin, we, we've been going for days about the guys we have that can get to the quarterback. So, so it's my goal to, to put them in, in more prime opportunities to get that done. Um, in terms of, of being exactly like Rex, um, I don't know that I'll be exactly like him. I'll probably be more of a mesh between Rex Ryan and Mike, who, who has also been a, a huge mentor for me. Who's, we're going to be aggressive, but we won't be reckless. We'll be calculated with what we're trying to do. Sounds great. Uh, David, how are you navigating the COVID-19 situation with the new players? And I, you were asked about that earlier. I asked you about home life, but with the players, it is a unique environment. Everybody's sort of in the same boat here around the league, but you get the feeling that, you know, hitting the ground running is going to be so crucial when you guys are able to get back together. Absolutely. The, the beauty is fortunately through through all these, these technolog technological resources that we can still get the teaching part of it done. Um, mm -hmm. Where they're going to miss out is obviously just just the sheer amount of reps they can go out there and, and execute what we're asking them to do. And this game is, you know, repetition is the mother of skill. So there's no way to replicate that on here. But at least when we get in there and they, and they hear a they hear a defensive, you know, a defensive call, it won't be the first time they've heard it. Whereas if, if this happened back in, you know, 2002, 2003, when I was playing, We'd all just probably be out on football fields running around, having no idea what was going on with the defense. So I, I still think we're able to get work done, and, and um, they won't be starting from ground zero. Virtual coaching. Chris, what do you think about the defensive line upgrades this offseason? What we talked about, Ross, and, and just the guys in general, though, because you have good guys coming back. You got Angelo coming back. You have Brandon Dunn coming back. We talked about what Amenahu had a nice rookie season. I, I would imagine you're looking for that year one to year two jump out of him as well. Yeah, I um, I, have a, I have a lot of faith and belief in our defensive line. We have guys who, who uh, know their roles, who excel in their roles, and, um, and they're dependable. They're dependable, and you got guys that can wreak havoc, havoc as well. So, uh, when you when you have that combination of guys and guys who are completely selfless and are just just want to win, just want to win and do what's best for the team, mm -hmm. then um, then you got a chance to, to be very good on defense and be good up front. And our our last question is from David: What are the top two or three keys in getting a defense to elite status? Mm -hmm. This is a good question. Two or three mm -hmm. keys, coach. Uh, that's 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 a that's a great question. I think um, you got to get 11 guys on the same page. All right, this our game is unique. Our game is unique. It's not like basketball where you can pass the ball to Michael Jordan and let him go win the game, or baseball where you put the hands and you know you, you give it to to Cole, you know, and say say go go strike everybody out. Uh, we can't do that. In order for us to be successful on defense, we got we got to have 11 guys on the same page, communicating at a high level at all times. Um, and I think we can get that done. We can get that done. Um, next, we have to we have to affect the quarterback. We have to affect the quarterback through through disguise, through rush, um, just through through pre snap manipulation. Um, it's that it's that chess match that happens before the snap that I think we can improve upon. That we can that we can get better at, especially when you're facing the Philip Rivers twice a year. Um, you know, guys like Patrick Mahomes. So I think as as we get better at those things, if we can get eleven guys communicating and being on the same page. If we can, if we can win the battle pre-snap and not not show our hand, you know, not be the the the, the poor poker players at the table, yeah. then I think we can improve on defense. Cannot tell you how excited I get to hear Anthony Weaver talk about this team, his defense, and what they want to do on that side of the ball in 2020. 
and beyond. That was great stuff. Okay, let's do a little deep slant interview of the week. I don't believe we have had this for you this offseason, so this is new. It's from Keon Crossan, defensive back and special teamer extraordinaire for your Texans. A lot of good stuff coming out of this interview. Keon Crossan next right here on Texans All Access. For the most in-depth coverage of your favorite team and players, check out HoustonTexans.com. Teachers and parents, are you looking for educational resources to keep your students engaged at home during this challenging time? The Houston Texans, Toro, and ConocoPhillips have partnered together to provide Toro's Math Drills. Toro's Math Drills is a free video series that will challenge your students to math topics like fractions, multiplication, division, and place value, all the while having some fun. Sign up today for free at HoustonTexans.com on the COVID-19 resources page and run your kids through Toro's Math Drills, presented by ConocoPhillips. Go Texans! Hey friends, this is Drew Doherty with the Houston Texans. Texas Children's Hospital is the official children's hospital of the Houston Texans and the local sponsor of Play 60, the NFL initiative to get kids off the sidelines and into the action for 60 minutes of play a day. You can run, jump, swim, tumble, swing, or cheer. Have a blast. Just make sure you're active for at least 60 minutes a day to score the healthy future you deserve. To learn more, visit texaschildrens.org slash Texans. Right now, many of us are unsure about what may come next. At Reliant, we want to help you light the way. With 24-7 customer care and online support, we're here for you today, and we'll be here long after we power through this. Just visit Reliant.com slash light the way or call 1-866-RELIANT. Because even though we're a bit farther apart these days, we're all in this together. Reliant, that's power. Your way. PUCT number 10007. When America needed us to build, we built. Masks, ventilators, shields. When local communities and frontliners needed support, Ford dealers answered. And now we're open and ready to serve you with special offers and deals across the Ford lineup. Stop by a Ford dealership or go online. We've made it safer to shop, easier to buy. Built for America. Built Ford Proud. Take your Texans game day experience to a new level with Houston Texans club seats. You'll enjoy premier sight lines with wider cushion seats, a private game day entry, and in-seat food and beverage service. Enjoy premium culinary offerings while listening to live music in the exclusive club lounges during breaks in the play. Take the first step and join the club ticket priority wait list for free at HoustonTexans.com. Red Diamond knows perfect's not easy. Our karaoke skills, at least we have our day jobs. Our family photo, take number 82. Even our radio commercial has the occasional glitch. So we'll stick to what we have perfected, our Red Diamond tea. No shortcuts, no concentrates. Perfectly crafted from actual tea leaves and water. After all, at Red Diamond, we think tea should taste like, well, tea. Red Diamond, we're perfect at tea. We're here in Energy Stadium with our favorite people in Houston, our one and only Texans fans. So what are you guys cheering about? We're celebrating Dyke and opening the country's third largest manufacturing plant right here in Houston. Yeah, baby! That's over 5,000 employees already and still growing. Wow, those are some winning Dykin stats for Houston. Sounds like they're one of our biggest fans. On three, two, one, Dykin! Dykin! 
intelligence. Since 1946, Blue Ribbon has proudly served Texan families natural smoked bacon and natural casing sausages made from premium ingredients, seasoned for Texas tastes. It's the preferred sausage and bacon of the Houston Texans. Blue Ribbon, it's a Texas tradition. Hey, Texans fans, are you ready for football? First Community Credit Union is drafting you to be a part of the exclusive Texans checking account team with a Texans debit card. Choose your play to score the card you want to carry. Stay focused because more designs will hit the field soon. You'll be the envy of everyone flashing your Texans debit card. Get yours today at FCCU.org Texans and join the team at First Community Credit Union, the official credit union of the Houston Texans. <laughs> It's Payne and Pendergast. I think that the stoppage in the season has given the Rockets a better chance to win a championship. And Seth, I would love to know what the conversations have been like between Westbrook and Harden, but also Daryl Morey. The conversations where they're going, guys, we might be able to steal this thing this year because of how unconventional it is. Seth Payne and Sean Pendergast. Weekdays at 6. Houston's Sports Leader. Sports Radio 610. Sometimes nothing beats a classic. Miller Lite, the original light beer. Brewed with great taste and only 96 calories. Available for delivery. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Houston Methodist is still here for you. Seeing patients who need our care. Even in these uncertain times, our commitment remains the same. We put our patients at the center of everything we do. We can see you virtually. We can talk to you on the phone. We can even see you in person if needed. Rest assured, we are taking every precaution to keep you safe. We're still here for you. Contact your doctor's office or visit HoustonMethodist.org slash here for you. As the preferred eye care provider of the Houston Texans, Houston Eye Associates knows that vision is everything, especially in football. Houston Eye is here to help Texans see better and keep their eyes on the prize. Houston Eye Associates has 28 Houston area locations with specialists in LASIK, cataracts, glaucoma, retina, cornea, oculoplastics, pediatrics, uveitis, and more. Come and see us today. Houston Eye Associates, the preferred eye care provider of the Houston Texans. It's Payne and Pendergast. I think that the stoppage in the season has given the Rockets a better chance to win a championship. And Seth, I would love to know what the conversations have been like between Westbrook and Harden, but also Daryl Morey. The conversations where they're going, guys, we might be able to steal this thing this year because of how unconventional it is. Seth Payne and Sean Pendergast. Weekdays at 6. Houston's Sports Leader. Sports Radio 610. Houston Texans Lux members report up to 12 times ROI on their Lux investment. That's why 50% of Fortune 500 companies in Houston have joined Texans Lux. Lux is not just networking and access to the team. It's an asset that will work for you. In a competitive business environment, Lux members earn a return by utilizing the wide variety of Lux benefits. Find out how you can use Texans Lux to grow your business. Visit HoustonTexansLux.com. Red Diamond knows perfect's not easy. Our karaoke skills, at least we have our day jobs. 
our family photo? Take number 82. Even our radio commercial has the occasional glitch. So we'll stick to what we have perfected, our red diamond tea. No shortcuts, no concentrates. Perfectly crafted from actual tea leaves and water. After all, at Red Diamond, we think tea should taste like, well, tea. Red Diamond, we're perfect at tea. Hey, parents and teachers. We know teaching kids at home can be hard, and teaching math can be even harder. Well, Schlumberger and the Houston Texans are here to make math fun with the Texans Stats Challenge. Get your student in the game with worksheets, videos, tips, and more to make math fun using the game of football. All for free. The Stats Challenge, presented by Schlumberger, is designed for sixth-grade students and covers a variety of math topics. Find the Stats Challenge and other great resources as we continue to huddle at home at HoustonTexans.com community. Wildcat Golf Club is Houston's premier 36-hole golf facility, featuring the Lakes Course and the Highlands Course, located just minutes south of NRG Stadium. We're now offering a new and improved player development program, including unlimited range balls for less than $70 a month and 50% green fees after 4 p.m. Players hit off the mats Monday through Wednesday and off the grass Thursday through Sunday. Sign up for this program today at the Wildcat Pro Shop and mention Texans Radio, and we'll add an additional two free golf passes. Mustang Cat has been serving Texans for three generations. Cat compact machines do big work and are more affordable than you think. We'll help you find the right cat machine to get the job done with the Mustang Cat Texas Two-Step. First, demo a new cat machine at your location or one of ours. Second, get $150 as our thanks. Call 833-MYCAT19 or visit mustangcat.com slash two-step to schedule a demo. Offer limited to new customers only. See website for details. Not too long ago, Houston Texans fans were cheering in the stands of NRG Stadium. We now cheer for our first responders, healthcare workers, teachers, and many more who exemplify the true Texan spirit until we gather as over 70,000 strong once again. Let's support those on the front lines in the fight against COVID-19. For more information on resources for you and your family, visit HoustonTexans.com slash COVID. Sometimes nothing beats a classic. Miller Lite, the original light beer. Brewed with great taste and only 96 calories. Available for delivery. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Back to the show that keeps you up to date on the Houston Texans. Texans All Access. Oh, yes. You definitely want to download that Houston Texans app. HoustonTexans.com. We have got you covered all the way through the desert. At least that's what Mark calls it, that time in between the players are out of the building. And when they get back for training camp, well, that desert has been <laughs> a whole heck of a lot longer uh, than June on through July. Uh, it started in January, and it's gone all the way through, well, I'm hoping July, but maybe it's later. We'll see. But either way, we've got you covered. Make sure you download the app. Go to HoustonTexans.com. See all the great stuff we've got for you on our site. Okay, let's dive into our Deep Slant interview of this week. And it is with Keon Cross. And Texas traded for Keon last year in that flurry of activity right before week one of the 2019 season. And Keon came in and did some really good things for this team at cornerback on special teams. He is a wonderful young man, and he's got a lot going on. And Deep, you had a chance to catch up with him. How challenging has that been with the offseason that we've had with the COVID-19, all the stay-at-home shelters, 
uh, to be able to do what you do this off season. What's it been like for you? Um, well, you know, I would say it's kind of been, you know, I would say a good transition. It's not very hard because, you know, the only thing that's really changing is obviously you got to stay in the house more. Um, but I, I think it's kind of a reality check. I think it's good because you get to spend more time with your family um, and things of, of that nature. Uh, but for us, we, I mean, we're still working out. We still, you know, I mean, the outside's not closed down. So you can still go to a park or, you know, open grass field and do a workout. Um, but, you know, I think it's a good time to use uh, the resources that you have. And, you know, it's a good time to bond and, and you know, all that good stuff. But it's not really – it hasn't been a, a big transition for me um, as far as training or anything like that. I like to ask players what they've missed the most this offseason. Is there anything that you've really missed? Yeah, I've missed traveling. I, I wanted – I had a few places in mind that I wanted to really, really visit. Obviously, I wanted to uh, try to get to Jamaica. I wanted to try to get to – I wanted to try to get to Costa Rica, a few other places that I was going to try to get to. But, you know, that – yeah, you know, I didn't get a chance to do that. But that's all right, you know. I got to see the, the palm trees of Florida, so that was good in itself. You didn't get to do all of that, but there were some things that you did get to do. You donated – $19,000 to Western Carolina, your alma mater. Tell me about that. Why was that important to you? Who did you want to see it help? Well, um, a, a small story about myself. When I was offered to Western Carolina, I was offered a partial, and a couple, uh, they helped me. They actually provided my scholarship. And, um, you know, I was like, you know, when, when, when God puts you in positions to help others, um, you don't want to be selfish because, you know, you don't want your blessing to be taken away either. So, you know, that came from my heart. And I was, you know, I was talking to uh, Rod and Tracy Brent, who's over the FCA at Western Carolina. And I was asking them, I said, you know, what are some things that could be helpful in the, in the mindset of, you know, bettering the, the FCA program, which is future Christian athletes, to help young, young people either get scholarships, to go to school, to attend Winter Blitz, which is a big Christian event for college students. I've had and seen hundreds of, you know, college students change lives and uh, commit their life to Christ through um, Winter Blitz. So, you know, it's just things like that, that, that. And they helped me, obviously, when, you know, I was a college student and didn't have funds to go to things like that. And But I know for a fact from experience that things of Winter Blast and, you know, getting the, in the challenge of, of, of challenging your spiritual walk, that's what's going to actually, you know, that's going to be the memories that you have in college. You know, it wouldn't be the you know, the the games you want or anything. You'll remember, you know, the the Christian leadership camps that you attended. And that's what that's where it all came from. And, you know, they was telling me, they was kind of like, you know, hey, we could really use some finances, you know, for the, the, the ministry. And uh, that would help get more, obviously, more um, sponsors. They, they would feel comfortable to donate more. And we came up with this plan. I challenged the, the uh, FCA crew, which is Rod and Tracy Brand. I challenged them. I said, uh, well, uh, if you can get someone to donate uh, $1,600 a month, I'll, I'll do the same. I'll match it. And uh, so that's where that came from. And they, they got them. They got a few people to donate uh, $1,600 a month. And I was like, all right, it's really worth, you know, me matching and sticking to my word. And uh, that was the biggest thing for me. So not only did you donate, you got a few other people to donate as well. So you really helped them raise some money. I'm sure much needed right now. Yes, yes, yes. What yes. does that mean to you? Obviously, you you talk about how much FCA benefited you and those funds. Mm -hmm. But to be able to give use your platform now and to give back, how special is it to be able to do that as an NFL player? 
Oh, it's very special. Um, you know, it's just a, you know, it's things that you, you, you can think of, you know, when you get the opportunity to do things like, you know, I tell them, you know, do it from the heart. And, and they, especially SCA, that's a big part of my life. Just being a Christian is a big part of my life. And, uh, you know, I, I would do it again, and I probably am going to do it again at some point. But I enjoy seeing not even just young athletes, but young people, you know, young adults changing their lives and, and actually going and living into the right direction. Because that's the, that's the thing that we fight today is how do we get more young, young kids and, you know, young adults going into the right direction instead of, you know, doing the wrong thing, if you would, if you, would you know. And, and, and the thing of that is we, we don't have enough support from those who have the platform. You know, I think we got to challenge ourselves as, 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 as people who, um, who's most influenced to others. We got to challenge ourselves to help out more, to be more visual into the communities. And that's another way. That's another way we can do that, you know, if it, whether it's financially or whether it's literally physically going to community and passing out waters from door to door. You know, people need to see that. And um, that gives people hope and hope goes a long way. You talk about yourself like you're not a young athlete anymore, and you kind of are. You're in year three now with the Texans. Yeah. What about for yourself? What are, what are some goals that you've set for yourself for 2020? Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah, I feel, like I'm, I feel like I'm year 13. Um, <laughs> but uh, some goals I set for myself, you know, um, obviously I'm, you know, becoming a veteran in the game. And, uh, you know, I just want to, you know, get the best out of myself, you know, every year that I play. I'm a hard-nosed guy. I'm going to work hard. And, you know, I want to – obviously I got some individual accolades that I want to get, you know, like an all-pro. I want to get, you know, I want to be the best special teamer that I can be, the best slot or outside corner I can be. I want to get a pro goal uh, this year. That's that's a goal that I – that's my short-term goal. And obviously, you know, the team goal is always to win. Uh, you know, like I said, uh, I'm a little greedy in this aspect, but I got one Super Bowl, and uh, I wouldn't mind getting, getting the Texans and one more. So, uh, you know, it would be nice to get, to get us there. It was close last year, um, but close is not good enough. So, you know, that's our team goal is just, just to win a Super Bowl. Um, so that'll be that'll – be, that's kind of some of the goals I have. But this year, obviously, one step at a time. So, yeah, as a rookie, you won the Super Bowl, and then last year, you got traded to the Texans just before the start of the season. But you played every single game for the Texans. Mm -hmm. You played in both postseason contests. How different has this offseason been for you? Because you've sort of had the whole season to to get used to the playbook, to get used to your yeah. teammates. So, how much easier has this offseason been for you? It's been fairly easy. Um, the, the 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 thing is, is you know. Um, I've had more time to actually, you know, get the playbook and go through it and just visually think about what we did last year with the Texans. You know, I got a chance to learn more positions, if if you will. Uh, so it's been a it's been a it's been a pretty good offseason. I've challenged myself anyway to to learn different positions. I want to continue to grow. I feel like you can't stop learning about the game because there's so much that's evolving with the game. So you know, the more we can learn, the more we can know. You know, the better we'll be when the situation comes up you know, you know, playing again in the playoffs, if you will, or playing a tight game like we did versus, you know, week one versus the Saints. Um, there's just certain things you can put yourself in a better position, and this is a great time to do it while you're quarantined in. you got nothing but you and your laptop or your, you know, tablet, and, you know, your teammates. we all on Zoom, and we talking to each other. So this is a good time to, you know, to grow as a team. You guys have a very smart secondary. You're getting your master's. Tell me a little bit about more about that. Oh yeah. Um. So uh, obviously, I have a passion for Christ, and uh, 
Um, I'm in school at Liberty University for my MDiv, which is my Master in Divinity. I was going to school for my undergrad in theology, but I didn't like the doctrine and how they was doing it at my school. So I changed over to a double major in marketing and um, sport management. So I finished that and I said, well, I'll go to Liberty. I started last year. Um, I go to Liberty and I was like, hey, I'm going to start. If I'm going to do it, let's do it. I started. And I, I mean, it's been it's been a growing process. It's been a growing pain, too, because, you know, different you know, formats, you got to type and write in this. Uh, but other than that, I've learned a lot. You know, I've got to meet some good people. Most importantly, I'm growing in my faith. So that's really, really good. Really, really like having Keon Crossing on this team and around the building. A really good influence. And love to see that he's going back to school to get things taken care of with his degree. A big thanks to Tim Kelly and Anthony Weaver as well. Mark and DP couldn't have done this show without them and their interviews. A big thanks to you guys for listening. Bridget Falcone, for producing Bridget Falcone and Social Center. As always, you guys are the best. Thank you so much, and go Texans. This is Texans Radio on Sports Radio 610. Sometimes nothing beats a classic. Miller Lite, the original light beer. Brewed with great taste and only 96 calories. Available for delivery. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Want to start an argument with sports fans? Ask who should be the MVP. Everybody has an opinion. This player does this and that player does that. And I could be persuaded either way. But when it comes to an MVP of MPG, yeah, miles per gallon, I made my choice. Chevron with Tecron. Why? Well, number one, it's proven. No gasoline gets better mileage. Number two, no gasoline has more cleaning power to help keep vital engine parts clean. Unbeatable mileage, unbeatable cleaning. You can't argue with that. Chevron with Tecron. Care for your car. Simple acts of kindness and community are more important than ever before. So Ashley Home Store is introducing the Ashley Cares Relief Program. We're offering 0% financing for 60 months with three-month payment assistance on qualifying purchases. Ashley Home Store is here to serve your furniture needs. Text Ashley to 797979 to set up a virtual appointment today or visit us online at ashleyhomestore.com. Proud sponsor of the Houston Texans, Ashley Home Store. This is home. Will the LSU Tigers be just as dominant in 2020? Can they replace key players lost to the NFL draft and field another undefeated national championship caliber squad? Only one way to find out. Witness the 2020 LSU Tigers right here in Houston as they head to NRG Stadium Saturday, September 19th to take on the hometown Rice Owls. Head to RiceLSU2020.com to join the wait list and be notified as soon as tickets go on sale or to get info on how you can experience Rice vs. LSU from a luxury suite this fall. It's a trillion-dollar economy, and you're right in the heart of it. It's an incubator of innovation with industries reaching from underground to outer space. It's Houston, and it's fueled by GE. Over 5,000 Houston companies work with GE and leverage knowledge across the company. Engineers, lean manufacturing experts, logistic managers, and more. GE is a leader in dozens of industries around the globe. So whatever your company needs, chances are we have someone with the right expertise, and we're happy to share. GE, imagination at work. Hyundai has always had your back, and now Hyundai is also looking out for your pocketbook. Introducing Hyundai Complimentary Maintenance, three years or 36,000 miles of coverage that includes all basic maintenance. Hyundai, the longer you look, 
the more there is to like. Get 0% APR for up to 72 months on the Tucson or Santa Fe with no payments for up to 90 days. Hurry in today to your nearest Houston Hyundai dealer. Offers end 630-20. Call 469-613-0227 for more offer details. At Whataburger, how do you make something that's already fresh even fresher? By adding fresh new things, like crisp pico de gallo for a little kick and creamy cilantro lime sauce for that extra whoa. And two slices of pepper jack cheese, because of course. That's three new fresh things on top of two fresh beef patties, which all adds up to Whataburger's new limited-time Pico de Gallo burger. Good thing for fresh things. Good thing there's Whataburger. Here at the Kroger Company, the fight against hunger is something that we are very passionate about. That's why we created the Zero Hunger, Zero Waste Foundation and have committed more than $6 million to our nonprofit partners. $3 million to Feeding America and No Kid Hungry, and $100,000 to the Greater Houston COVID-19 Relief Fund. You can help support our goal to end hunger in our communities by donating a dollar or rounding up your total to the nearest dollar at any Kroger store. To learn more, visit thekrogerco.com. From the slightest bend to complex motions, your body is made to move. At Houston Methodist Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, our teams are using advanced technology and imaging to develop custom treatment plans, and our minimally invasive procedures can help you heal faster. We have the expertise to keep you moving because every movement matters. Find the care you need at 20 locations throughout Houston. Houston Methodist, leading medicine. Welcome back to Cachata Casino Resort. We're open and ready to play. We've gone above and beyond by deep cleaning and sanitizing every area of the casino, every slot machine, every table game, and every hotel room. Welcome back to more cash and more fun and more ways to win. We can't wait to see you at Cachata. It's Louisiana's largest casino resort and Louisiana's best bet. Geico gets you access to licensed agents 24-7, which means that Geico is always there for you. If only everyone was always there for you. Like your mom, when you fill out really, really important paperwork on the first day of a new job. Name, check, birthday, social security, is that a thing? Hey, mom, what is my social security number? Mom, mom, mom. Okay, let's guess. Uh, zero, zero, one, seven. Oh, Gemini. Hashtag done. Geico, always there for you with savings and 24-7 access to licensed agents. Allen, deep drop, in trouble. Ball is out again, J.J. Watt, and he falls on it, and the Texans have it in the red zone. Nothing compares to the excitement and emotion of watching your Houston Texans play at NRG Stadium. Take the first step to joining the Houston Texans family and sign up for the 2020 season ticket priority wait list for free. Enjoy exclusive offers, event invitations, and more. Join at HoustonTexans.com. Sometimes nothing beats a classic. Miller Lite, the original light beer. Brewed with great taste and only 96 calories. Available for delivery. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. This is Texans Radio on Sports Radio 610. 